Hello, friends. Welcome back to Dentistry Unmasked. I'm David Rice here with my partner in crime. Dr. Pam Maragliano Muniz. We are live at SmileCon. So if we look a little different this time, this is why. And I'm so thrilled to be joined by Amy Gagne and Melissa Turner. Welcome, ladies. I'm golf clapping you. Hello, everyone. Hello, Thank welcome. Hello. Welcome to our show. <laughs> so happy to have you here. So can I start with a little story? It's so gross. <laughs> Um, I gross. was, well, there's so many aspects of it. You could be like, that's not good. Okay. All right. So I'm going to date myself. I still listen to the radio. <laughs> I know. We're like, what does Rich say about that? You're married already. Don't we don't talk yourself. about it. We oh, don't so talk about it. Really, it's like a dad joke, but I'm not a dad. <laughs> He's gone a couple nights a week. Everyone has to date themselves once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Listening to the radio, Ryan Seacrest is telling us a story about there's some large food chain that is doing away with the self-dispensing soft drink things. And I'm sure it started on TikTok because everything starts on TikTok. But he was advocating that if you are still going to dispense your own soft drink or whatever is in there, to take a clean white napkin and run it underneath the dispenser because apparently red slime mold is being found pretty much everywhere. And then that made me think about my office. And I was like, oh gosh, if patients took a white clean napkin and put it on different areas and surfaces and water and all that stuff in my practice, could we be the next TikTok? <laughs> I hope not. So can we kind of unpack what that would look like? I don't want to touch it. You want to touch <laughs> it? I, no, that's a, that's a really well, great question. I think we all have to face it water lines and from you know end to end in the whole nine yards so I don't know what do you think absolutely you know I feel that water is you know kind of taken for granted in the yeah. practice true um, you know besides gloves literally what do we use on every single patient even if you do an exam do you rinse them you rinse yeah. them after the exam absolutely even if you don't do a procedure so we use water on every single patient and when we start looking into these water lines and how the offices are treating those water lines it is a little frightening it yep. is. It's it scary. Is. So I'm not sure they would pass that white napkin test. Well, I think a lot of practices, you need to kind of look in the mirror and be like, we need to test our water lines. I have another story for you. <laughs> it's right. so bad. I love your story. It's so bad. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Tell so us a story. I buy my practice, and there's, like, no real systems in place. They have, like, an OSHA book, and, like, the, <laughs> the like, plastic is still on it. Like, there's, like, like we it's have systems. Yes, it was very well barrier wrapped. We'll call it that. So I ask my team, what are we doing for our water lines? And they're like, say what? And I'm like, no, no, no. You're supposed to test them and you're supposed to treat your water lines like you have to. They don't know. So I'm like, all right, let's start with a test. Let's do a diagnosis before we do any sort of implementation. So we run a water test and the result comes back as... T-N-T-C. Too numerous to count. Yes. Ooh. Like there is no number mm. on the planet that could quantify the amount of stuff mm. in my water lines. We're talking good and bad stuff, right? I have or no just idea. bad stuff. Just no, a bad. water line just test. Stuff. Too many to count. No. I'm sure it wasn't like the probiotic. Like so many <laughs> good bacteria in this water. It's so good and saline. Yeah, let's Disgusting harvest this water. and keep it. <laughs> Salem's finest was not fine. I know. 
I should have done that. I should have been like, there's too many good bacteria in here. Let me yeah. sell you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. You didn't know how much money you could have made. Who there's still time. Knew? Who there's knew? still time. So we had to like literally start over and like revamp the situation. But I guess like, let's start with this. Like, in what way do people get sick from nasty water lines? Like, I'm sure there's studies about it or at least something out there about that. I mean, we know we should do it, but I think it's almost like a, eh, it'll never happen to me, you know, like that kind of thing. But I think it can happen to you. Yeah. I think it happens and we don't even know it, right? Well, that's what I was going to say, you know, doing the webinars lately on the CEs on dental unit water line testing and treating and trying to start a little protocol for the offices and have some sort of standing operating procedure in place. I'm finding that the more I talk to doctors, um, that they have had patients, you know, a one-off case that'll come back after they do procedure where there's an infection in the tissue and they need to put them on antibiotics. Now, was that because of the water? It could have been, they don't really know. But I don't think people associate, you know, the post-traumatic, the, po- the trauma post-operatory mm-hmm. from the practice that it might be the water, mm-hmm. might be. And really what we only hear about are the big breakouts, right? We know about the 2016 and 2017 in California and Georgia where 70 children are affected and have major infections from the non-tuberculosis mycobacteria. Mm. We hear about those because it's a big outbreak in a clinic. But we don't hear about the day-to-day, you know, that there's probably more happening out there than we know about. And a lot of offices don't even realize that they should just start testing. And they don't have a protocol in place. And then they don't even know what to do if they fail. So like you said, you had to really put a protocol into place for your practice, right, and get on that. And you have all that bacteria, where do you start? I mean, sometimes it might be even good just to replace those lines. Yes. You know, get your technician in and replace them. Start fresh. It might not be a bad way to go. I feel like it's so hard in dentistry. You know, we, we enter the op and we put our head down and we get to work, right? And, like, we don't expect things to go wrong. We expect things to go right. And so when these, we have these processes and, and systems in place, they're all well and good. And we try not to think about what happens if things go wrong. But what do we do when things go wrong? Who do we call? Well, now we know who we can call, right? Yes. <laughs> we can call Somedics. Yes, 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 definitely. So that's a really good point. And, and argue is a bad word. But I would argue, like, so the four of us have process in place. But how many practice? I mean, seriously, if you're out there and you're listening, you're watching right now, do you have a process in place? And if you don't, where should people, what's the first thing people should do? Because I think we get overwhelmed really easily. Yeah. So maybe, like, a first step, a second step, a third step, what, what do we do? Yeah, you know, it's really interesting that you say that because I feel that is the feedback and those are the questions at the end of the webinar. It's yeah. like, how do I even get started? Where do, start? Where do I start? What do I do? You know, and even people are asking for a list of products that, you know, they mm-hmm. should go to because there's so many options out there and there's so many different, you know, techniques and styles you could use and processes that you could do. So for me, I think the biggest thing is to is, let's face it, there's not a lot of data out there, right? There's not a lot of information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of clinical studies. I think the OSAP white paper that was done is really the only white paper that was done on water testing and safety. And their guidelines seem to be pretty simple. Okay. So I recommend that the offices start there. Um, so they would take the samples from each of the water lines, the, the um, handpiece lines, their air water syringes, and even if they have a line that they're not using, they should take a sample from that because that could be a deadline where there's bacteria growing mm-hmm. in. They need to know if that's in those, <clears throat> in those lines. And take the, the test, see if they pass. 
that's the starting point, right? And then o OSAP recommends that they take another test the following month. So if they get two months consecutive passing tests, okay. then they can just go to quarterly testing, okay? And then quarterly shocking. Okay. So that's kind of a good basic regimen to get started. Now, if you fail those tests, <laughs> which is probably pretty <laughs> likely, recently yeah. we did a market research and um, only 31% of offices are testing and shocking quarterly. Okay. So that leaves Ooh. a big variable. At least 60% of the offices out there don't have a regular protocol in place. It's a big number. It is. It really is. It's, it's eye-opening. <laughs> so. Something to think about. <laughs> Come on, dentistry. We can do yeah. a little better. Yeah. Get it together, people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's time. Turns out there's it's open time. wounds with everything we do. Right? Right. Yeah. Think about we that. We I mean, can't blame it on COVID anymore either. <laughs> 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 We're done with COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even when you're scaled, there's no. bleeding, right? There's bleeding. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's the thing. Like, even, even as a hygienist, you know, we're so used to allowing the patient, okay, closed out on the section. But no, 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 no. no. You can't. You cannot do that anymore. You could not get I me mean, to do that. No. For but it's <laughs> so fun. My kids I don't love care. it. If you paid so me a million dollars, I would about be like, that, no, thank you. <laughs> I mean, just backflow. I mean, there's, there's no way. If patients understood how the closed system of the water line works in the dental practice, I mean, there's no way they would even want to come in, right? <laughs> like, like. We need somebody in the office to be the lead, to be the head, to be the waterline queen or king or whatever you want to put on that. But they need to be there to be to, to, to be on top of it. And I think, you know, I've run dental programs. I've been a hygienist. I've managed the water, the OSHA. And it's still so confusing. And that's what I like about what Amy is doing. When I first met you and heard what you're doing with Solmedics, I was like, finally, someone is here to help us to, to just walk us through, to hold our hand and walk us through as clinicians and business owners. And that's why that's why I love <laughs> what you're doing, what Solmedics is doing, because no one has done it before. It's not, no one's been end to end Yeah. Before. Well, let's talk about that because... I think that I know when I had TNTC in my life, which is no longer there, but <laughs> good, when good. I did, it was pretty crappy. I was like, okay, I know my first go is to shock. And I feel like it was sort of like a, well, who sells shock? I need, get me some shock. So I got some shock and I'm like, all right, now I need to do the daily things. Like, what do I do? And there's the tubes and the tablets and the, do, which one do you do? And, you know, so then you pick up the phone and you call your friends and you're like, hey, what do you do for yeah. your water lines? Well, I do this. And I'm like, all right, well, I like her. I'm going to use what she uses. <laughs> so, but I mean, that's what a lot of dentists do. I mean, that's, that's what we do. Let's yeah. face it. Let's talk about that workflow. So you guys have a solution at Solmedics where you can say, like, I'm going to walk you through each step on what you should do. Can you even share what those steps are? And, you know, how do we access that information? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so on our website, of course, you could go to www.solmedics.com, and we do have a full list of our dental water specialists out in the field that work with your distributor reps. So um, we could start there where they'd come in and do a test for you. Okay. That would be the first step. You know, definitely take that test. Um, all of our products are compatible chemically. So again, what Melissa was referring to earlier, that end-to-end. -end. I think a lot of times we think about water on the front end, but we also don't think about the chemicals that we're treating those water lines with and flushing, and then the evacuation line cleaner. All of that's going through all the way to your amalgam capture and through mm -hmm. your vacuum, and then mm -hmm. out to the publicly owned treatment works. So we want to consider water 
as an end-to-end -end solution. It touches all of your equipment in the practice. It flows through everything. You're using it on every patient. We want to keep things neutral, pH, and safe for the practice and safe for the patients. So we're using natural products that will actually eat away at the bacteria instead of using chemicals to you know, either coat them or smooth them down. Um, we want to break that down and actually remove it. So the first steps, I would say, is to contact a uh, unit water specialist and then test. And if you need to shock, then you would. You know, if there's continual failing tests, what are you laughing at? I'm thinking, like, <laughs> it's, it's humbling to have somebody come in. Okay, just test my water. Yes, like, just test it. Like, there's a lot of fear as a practice owner. I know. It's yeah. like, yeah. let me just take yeah. my clothes off and let like, you look at what's going on under the hood. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> how do you get past that fear? And, like, how do you guys come in and... and like, but you're there for that solution. Well, so. that's what we're there for. Yeah. You know, yeah. hopefully there won't be a problem, knock on wood. If there is, we have products that can address it, you know, and then take it to the next step. That's so. a really great point, though, that you brought, Melissa. So some yeah, of us out there is. probably think, I really do want to do the right thing, but God forbid I bring somebody in. And, How and embarrassing. Then, right? Well, in, in, so our, uh, we're all guilty of this in our practice. I'm going to say, I'll put this on our hygiene team more than the dentist or the assistants, I think, because hygienists like, care so much mm -hmm. that imagine the day where you learn something new and then you beat yourself up for not knowing that five years ago instead of just saying, oh my God, I'm constantly educating myself and getting better. I think for me, what you just shared is the same thing. Like, oh God, for the last 10 years, 20 years, 25 years, however many years you've been in practice, if you haven't done this before, like just be better tomorrow. Don't, don't. Don't worry about it. Break the rear view mirror off and just look through the windshield and... You said something in your book, which I thought really stayed with me, actually, is, um, like, what would you give up today to have a better tomorrow? Ah. Do you remember that? I'm sure I you do. remember it. It's his it book. Was. I know. But it's like, what would you do today to be better tomorrow? So you can't look back. You can't, I mean, it's worth the effort. It's certainly your patients are worth it to not, you know, to do the right thing. And so if you aren't testing your water you're maybe you're using I mean who knew about incompatible products I don't think people know about that I need to talk about that a little bit more yeah yep. but um let's have a better tomorrow I think that's a really great way to you know to think about it I love that now you said something that freaked me out a little bit it's making me think about like a river you know like people are like you can drink river water meanwhile like the the rocks are coated in slime and you know like whatever you said that there's some products out there that can like kind of coat the bacteria mm -hmm. or do something else to the biofilm in the lines versus there's products that actually remove it. Can yeah. you kind of talk about that? Because now I'm like, all right, now what am I doing to my biofilm? <laughs> like, is Stacking it, it. Yeah. My TNTC is like, my. I probably have like the best pressure because the lumen in my water lines is so <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> You're kinking the garden hose. It's great. Exactly. It's totally it's like, don't, don't wreck with my dirty water pressure. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. So a lot of the products have like, you know, a silicone base or something like that. So it's going to sort of lubricate. Um, what Solmedics has is that we've designed products and come up with products that will actually, they're microbes, they're live microbes that will eat away and attach to the bacteria. Uh, cool. like so that. they will, cool. over time, literally remove them. Yeah. So it's eating away at them and cleaning the lines so that they're actually opening up. Now biofilm, we know biofilm is the coating. That actually holds bacteria in those mm -hmm. lines. So when we're shocking, we're actually breaking down the biofilm so that the bacteria can be removed. 
because otherwise it's kind of sealing it in. So you want something, the shock that'll break down that biofilm yeah. and then loosen that bacteria so that it will be released. Okay. So it's sort of like the fish on the fish tank that like eats the <laughs> thing off the side of the walls With the of the fish tank. Yes, yeah. it's like the suction cup mouth. We've all been in a hot tub. Ew. You know, you sit in the hot tub and you feel the walls a little bit slimy. Yeah. That's yeah. biofilm building up on there. So you've got to get in there and scrub that off, shock it, treat it. Now they have those nice little floaties that float around in your pools and your hot tubs. So they're constantly treating. And that's something that I've referred to, to people to relate for the dental water lines, right? So those straws that are in there, the cartridges that we talk about in the bottles, that's constantly treating those lines with that biofilm does not build up. Uh, that's such a great analogy because would you drink the hot tub water? <laughs> oh my gosh. But, but that's what we're doing. <laughs> right. And Let me rinse you with it. Don't drink it. With Pam's high pressured. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> not, we're not just going to rinse it. We're going to power wash it. Yeah, we are. And don't worry about yeah. the suction. We can't suction anymore like with the little squeak, right? Can't close down anymore. No. So just drink it down. Yeah. It'll be great. No problem. <laughs> but it is shocking. The other day I was reading through some of the uh, some of the products that we have in office, and even so many of them, even though they're supposed to help with the biofilm, they're supposed to help with the shocking of the water lines, but they're bad for us. They could cause cancer over time. They could hurt us. They, they have these long-term symptoms. And I'm like, wait, what? Mm. And who's us? Like us as healthcare providers? Correct. Or people, people, Everybody. Yes. Okay. I mean, and so one yeah. of the things that I like about Solmedics, and we were talking about this earlier, is it's, it's got a lot of all natural, which I'm, I'm thankful for. I mean, I have kids. I want to live to a ripe old age, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, when you see those little warning labels on any products, right? Even over the counter when you're household cleaning and things that, oh, may cause cancer over time of exposure. You know, your staff's using these every day and exposing themselves to these chemicals when they're flushing the lines and shocking and treating. And so you have to think about that too. You know, you want to keep your patients, your staff safe and your practice safe. How important is it to use the same line of products for all of the things? You know, I think there's definitely an advantage to that. Um, how important? I mean, would the office break down if you're not? Um, but, you know, I've talked to doctors that have, say, their hand pieces are out for repair a lot because mm -hmm. the turbines are breaking down. Like, they constantly have hand, hand pieces out for repair, and they're like, I just don't know why they're always breaking down on me, and I'm always got the stuff, and I'm like, well, what are you using on the front end? You know, what are you using to clean your lines, and what are you using for waterline treatment? Because some of those products have oxidizers in them. So, you know, when they oxidize the equipment, the metals, those turbines break down. So all of these things are things that we just don't really think about on a day-to-day -day basis, but they're happening. So using chemically compatible products, I think, is super important. That's an excellent point, and that's where I'm glad you brought that up again because I wanted to circle back to, I hope you care about your patients, but if you could care less about <laughs> your patients, I'm guessing you care about the half a million dollars of equipment. <laughs> That's in your building that runs your practice all day, every day. Go. So people, I think, as a, as a dentist, if I didn't know better, I'd be like, what's wrong with this expensive handpiece I just bought? Mm -hmm. Why did this is brand new? This is brand new. But the whole time, it could be something we're introducing that's breaking down this massive investment, whether it's a handpiece or our chair or... Yeah. The lines in the walls and people like cutting holes in drywall and fixing all that stuff too. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Oh yeah, hmm. no big deal. Well, that's the one thing that like <laughs> freaks me out. Let's talk about things you can do to elongate the life of yourself and your things. I know it like freaks me out when I see people take the spray bottle of disinfectant and just spray 
the bracket table and all of the handpiece lines where all the hand, you know, like you're not supposed to do yeah. that. You don't want disinfectant getting into the mm -hmm. computer aspect of your chair. Yep. So it's important to have your spray, but also to have the little can canister of wipes because you really should be using those on those surfaces. Right. Yeah, absolutely. We do a lot of damage to ourselves and our gear and our patients all day, every day. Can we talk more about, um, you brought this up earlier, Melissa, the whole backflow thing? Because, again, I think that's common knowledge to some people, but based on your statistics, I think that probably 70-30 thing comes into play, yeah. and a lot of people don't understand. It's just a fun, I mean, that suction is just a fun thing. I mean, for kids, oh my gosh, they love it. But they do. even mm -hmm. even with the hand, with the high speed hand pieces, there's so much back backflow that we're learning, and there's so much we don't know. You know, one of one of my courses I give is about biofilm, and it's about there's so much we don't know about biofilm. Is it the protagonist in the story? Is it the antagonist? Sure, we see it as a bad thing because it collects all the biofilm in in our lines, in our mouth. But is there a way to use it for good? And I'm wondering, this Ooh. is like way off topic with what you just said. That's okay. But I'm wondering, you know, biofilm has been used in the past to clean up oil spills and things like that. And, yes. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering, in our water lines, I mean, maybe this is future coming down. I don't know. <laughs> I love but it. is there a way that we can use it for good? And then that way, the backflow won't be as big of an issue. And maybe we can close down on our suction again in the future. Who knows? <laughs> I'm just imagining that commercial. Remember when that oil company had that oil spill and there was all the ducks covered in oil and then the like the dish soap company like yeah. was cleaning Dawn. the ducks? <laughs> was it Don? It Dawn. was Don. Are they sponsoring this episode? They should Don if you're out there watching. Yeah. We love you. We love ducks. We're here for it. So Save the ducks. Save, Save the, the ducks. ducks. <laughs> yeah, but I, I feel like that's what we're talking about. You could just see like all the water film and then this one company comes in and just like saves the dental saves day saves the day yeah. with the like probiotic that. biofilm and that company will be Solmedics. I mean we're, we're going to call it we're like challenging it right. did we just discover right. a new I product I feel like I just got challenged we yeah. just challenged yeah, yeah. TBD we gotta remember get when this happens here. it all started at this little table exactly. in Orlando yeah. Florida in Orlando at the you podcast booth mm -hmm. mm -hmm. we just solved all the world's problems <laughs> we did right here alright so we have some great first steps. How do we, how do we help people? T what's the simplest path for me who hasn't done a darn thing to do? Do I reach out to one of you, both of you? Yeah, either one of us, really. Um, Solmedics has, like I said, there's water safety specialists out in the field, out there ready for your phone calls. They're willing to help you. No shame. Don't be embarrassed. You how do we get best do that? Somewhere. What's, what's our best contact info? To go to the website, www.solmedics.com. Great. Yeah, and there's so much information out there. I think for me as a clinician, going on 20 years, you know, I remember when I first started, we did things a certain way with shocking and running the lines and maintenance and pouring this and this, and it was half of this and half of that, and you squeeze it together, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and even even since then, I feel like every two to three years, there's new information coming out, and it's, it's almost information overload as to how to keep our patients safe, how to keep the water lines safe, how to keep us safe as clinicians in the dental practice. And so... I don't know. That's why when I when I heard about Solmedics and started working with you guys as a KOL, it, it just made sense because now we have one source to go to. Now it's not information overload. Now it's like, okay, Keeping Amy, it simple. what do I do with this? 
and I give that to you and you say, okay, I'll yeah. help you. Yeah, right. and you know, I, I really feel like going back to being a hygienist, you know, for me, you're busy mm-hmm. and you don't have a lot of time in the day. You want to have something that's very simple and easy to use, mm-hmm. that's not confusing, that you can set up a good regimen and be consistent with it. And I think consistency is the key, right? Not having those voids, you don't expose your practice to the risk if you're just being consistent with your treatments. And your protocols. And protocol right now, place. there's so many practices that are struggling with their team and their you know, turnover. Yeah. But if you have set protocols yes. in place, anybody can just like walk on in, regardless of where they are in the quarter, you know, whether they're shocking or doing their daily or whatever, and they can just step in and pick up Take where the over. last person left off. Absolutely. Yeah. I love no. that. That's really important because lots is. of times we have everything up here, so we just assume the whole world knows what we have up here. If it's not on paper, digitized, in yeah. video, if you have lots of young team members, that's not a horrible thing. They love <laughs> Someone to walk they? through a step at a time and get it. Yeah. No, that yeah. helps me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Same. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Where can people, I know you give us your website and anything else, but where can people learn more and follow you? Well, well, yeah. me personally. Yes. Sure. Okay. Yeah, well, I am the Tooth Girl, so you can find me, Melissa Turner, on LinkedIn or the Tooth Girl on Instagram. And I'll also be working with Amy in the future with Soulmedic, so you'll see some things trickle oh, out cool. where we're co-branded and, and yep. going forward. And I'm Amy Gagne, RDH, on Instagram. Wonderful. Well, I would like to give you guys a small gift for joining us today. So, Oh, you want to track us? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Where in the world is Melissa and Amy? (laughs) It is only for you, Pam. Only for you. These are not tied to one secret code. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Wow, that's a good idea. Right? Write that down. Thank oh, you. We so gave sweet. you a gift. Yeah, <laughs> that keeps on giving. Yeah, it, it does. <laughs> well, thank, thank you, you very much. Thank you, and thank you both for yeah. spending some time with us this morning and joining us. And have a great show at, at SmileCon. Yeah, thank friends. Till next time, we'll see you next week on Dentistry Unmasked. Thank you, everyone, for watching or listening to the show this week. And thanks to our guests and sponsors on this episode. Please check out our social media at Dr. Pamela underscore Maragliano and at Dental Economics Official. Or you can check me out at Ignite DDS or at Dr. David Rice. And go to dentaleconomics.com to receive dental economics. You can choose to receive DE in print or digitally, and you can also get the details of our Principles of Practice Management Conference on our website. If you have topics or guests or anything you'd like to talk about on the show, send us an email to dentistryunmaskedpodcast at gmail.com, and we will do our very best to make it happen. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.